Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the Hot Block Commander. How you wanna end up on a two-hour show and keep the brain running with the premise to talk sports on a national level? Both with the topics, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. What up, what up, everybody? What's the dilly? Good War Room family. Once again, live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports. On the War Room Sports Podcast Network, I'm one of your hosts, I'm Dev Mack. I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brother, Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. B. Austin to be with us in just a little while. Yo, Blueprint, we on the brink of uh, the NBA Conference Finals. But first, you know, there's some unfinished business in all four conference semifinal series so we're going to discuss more hoops sit back relax bust it up again with your brothers in the war room greatest man cave in the history of history whatever episode 679 starts right now you can also get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room or join us on facebook twitter ig at war room sports we'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline, at number as usual, 323-410-0012. Yo, fam, yo, reportedly, I think you actually sent this. Yo, Jamie Foxx's family is, quote-unquote, preparing for the worst? Yo, what's up with that? Yo, I don't, I don't know. know. The story with him is crazy. Yeah, it's so like one day he's coming home, one day he's worse. Right, like my whole, I don't even know what happened. Like you hear, like some, some stuff came out, but you figure some people were just making some stuff up. Because all I heard from actual sources and what the family said was, what something like he had a, a, a medical emergency or something like that. But like you said, you know, the last we had heard, he was doing better. He was coming home. Thing was happy. We just praying for Jamie and his and his quick recovery. Now we're hearing that, you know, it's possible that he can recover. However, his family is preparing for the for the worst. And you see stuff like that, you know, you're thinking of one thing. So, damn, prayers out to the to, to brother Jamie Fox, man, talented brother. Also, also heard Umar weigh in on it, and he said from his sources that um, Jamie was uh in his system or something. He said he was getting pressure from some some folks because he was getting ready to expose some people. I mean, this is according to Umar. So. Oh God! <laughs> Everything yeah. is a conspiracy with Umar. Yeah, I'm not I'm just telling you what he said. I'm not saying it's yeah. true. I'm just telling you that. You know, I, I did hear that, my, man. Can you call drop some bunny juice in his drink. <laughs> Got my man all hemmed up. Yo, but whatever it is, man. I, you know, I hope whatever his family's quote unquote preparations for the worst are. Um, I hope they end up preparing for no reason. You know what I'm saying? I hope. Yeah, I agree, man. Prayer for one of the most talented brothers you've ever had the uh, yeah, ever. The, the privilege of seeing, man. Like, he's definitely top five or top three in terms of his overall talent, man. The boys, you know, so, you know, get well. 
Right, man. I mean, he might be top two, man. It might be like Nick Cannon and then him. Like, <laughs> 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 might be Nick Cannon and Jamie Foxx. Like, no. Shout out to Nick Cannon, man. Yo, yo, definitely shout out to Nick Cannon because Nick Cannon be getting that bread. But think about Nick Cannon. Like, when you think of Nick Cannon versus, like, a Jamie Foxx, Nick Cannon does stuff. But do yeah. any of us think that he's good at any of the stuff he does? Or does he just do it? Like, he just has access. Like, Jamie is a a very funny comedian. He's a, a, good, a great actor. He's a great singer. Like, he does impressions. Jamie does everything well. Nick Cannon just does and everything. He's, and he's seemingly a good person, right? Now, again, I can't vouch for none of these folks. I don't know him. But you got somebody like Chris Brown, who I don't know if there's any person alive with the talent he got. Dude can rap, can sing. Can dance, can hoop, can hoop. and he's, he's and he's a painter. Boy, be like mm-hmm. doing like real. He could be a professional painter if he wanted to, but he's a terrible human being. Of course, no. I mean, I'm only saying that because he put chicks, him, put he on, Usher. on anybody put pause on Usher, dog. Right. Like, yeah, you cross the line. Yeah, not, yeah. not that I'm okay with you, you know, touching Riri, but you cross the line. Boy, making friends. You can't hit you roll on Usher. Oh, no, Yo, Riri ain't make confessions, dog. Like, you know, shout out to her. Say, she a legend herself. <laughs> Boy made, made confessions, man. He should yeah, be allowed to be hit. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But, but shout out to Jamie, man. And, and Nick Cannon, I wasn't trying to come at you, man. Because I'm, you know, I'm actually impressed by what he's amassed. But, but he does everything. But I haven't heard anybody like... I heard clips of Nick Cannon stand-ups recently, listening to Sirius XM. Damn, this boy do stand-up too? I didn't laugh, not once, but he's doing it, and people are paying to see it. And he done rap, sang, <laughs> host shows, freestyle, like he do all kinds of stuff. But it, it, ain't, it ain't on the Jamie level, man. Shout out to Jamie. We can't lose Jamie. So somebody save Jamie. That's all I got to say about it. All right, but look, man, before we get started, just got to remind you that whether you with us live or not, anytime on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that on our website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms because we're on pretty much all of them. So there's never an excuse to miss an episode of The War Room. Uh, if you're a hip hop head, there's never an excuse to miss Tissue and the Tape, the greatest hip hop show in the history of hip hop shows. Uh, shout out to those guys, the Broad Street Line, Superstars, John Appetit, On the Couch with the Wilsons, and more. All right, we're going to get into these hot topics, but before we do that, we got to let you know the hot topics are brought to you by MyBookie. War Room family, it's time for you to make some money sports betting at MyBookie. I mean, sports betting, parlays, all that is it's, it's the trend right now. So if you still haven't checked out MyBookie with the War Room, then it's time to stop wasting your time and place a bet. Lay down some money on all the biggest games in sports, the NBA playoff games, by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get your money fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting, so you can place wagers even after the game starts. So join now. MyBookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word. To activate this offer, visit mybookie.ag today. Play when get paid. That's all there is to it. All right, man. So let's let's run through these uh, NBA playoff 
conference semifinal series. Um, interestingly enough, all four of these series are um, at a 3-2 count. Um, let's just go over, you know, the thoughts that we have. Uh, we'll start with the number one seed in the West, the Nuggets lead the number four seed in the West, the Phoenix Suns, three games to two. Now, we had this conversation last week, Jim. Everybody was writing the Suns off. It was uh, it was they were down 0-2, um, but they hadn't been home yet. And and you and I both, I think, B. Austin agreed as well. Um, it's not not necessary. It's, it's not necessarily that I think Phoenix is going to win the series. You know, at this point, um, going into the series, I, I, we because we didn't even do picks for this because it was already underway. By the time, you know, we got to talk about it. Um, I possibly would have picked Phoenix to win the series. But being 0-2 and you haven't even played on your home court yet, in my opinion, was not a reason to just write them off. I mean, damn, they do have Kevin Durant, um, Devin Booker. They're without Chris Paul. Um, But just like we said, like, give them a chance. Like, before we start talking about Katie's legacy and what he didn't do for this team – Let's see how they do at home. They went home. They won both games, tied the series up at two apiece, went back to Denver for game five, and lost. So now they're down 3-2. Going back home for game six. In your opinion, Jim, does Phoenix force a game seven in this series? Since so far, nobody's lost on their home court in this series. Yeah, so I'm just going to take the easy way out and say yes. But honestly, I'm about – 51% 51% saying yes. And I well, say wait, that because wait, wait. watching this. Let me give you some more info, though, before, you know, just, just you know, your percentage could change. It might stay the same. Game six injury report. Of course, Chris Paul is still out. Um, he won't be back for the Suns. But DeAndre Ayton, if that makes a difference, will be out. He's officially been ruled out with a hip contusion for tonight's game. Um, uh, who else? For the Nuggets, Jamal Murray is questionable um, with a non-COVID illness. So he's either going to not play or he's going to have his flu game. Um, so just giving you that information so you can, you know, make your pick with all the information you not might have. COVID so you have a maybe Jamal Murray, you have no Chris Paul, and you have no DeAndre Ayton. So where are we like, at now? What the hell is a non-COVID? Like, what do you got? Gonorrhea? Non-COVID illness. I'm, they they got to say that these days. You never, you know, usually, you know, he's questionable with illness. Might have a flu or something like that. After the pandemic, yeah. you got to say non-COVID illness. Because anybody you say, oh, he got an illness, you'll, I guess these days you immediately think, oh, boy, got COVID. <laughs> but, no, <laughs> if, if he don't play there, if he don't play Phoenix wins, um, Aiden, right, no matter right. one way or the other. But if, if if Jamal Murray don't play, then Phoenix wins. If he does play, I feel like like all right, so here's my. Let's, I'm so let's say Jamal specific. Murray's on the court and he, you know, he got the sniffles. <laughs> he he. The reason the reason 80%. I believe Denver has an opportunity to win this on the road against Phoenix is Phoenix didn't really smack them in either of those games that they played there anyway, but also right. too. Watching this team play, they need Durant and Booker to kind of like put up 80, 90 points for them to even be competitive. At Yo, some point, the, ac- the actual real that is if they score under 60 points, they, they've lost every game. 
when they scored 60 points or more, they've won every game. So you, you're and right. that's like, problematic. They got to like, go off. So at some point, that's going like, they've been able to do that, but at some point it's not going to work, and it's like, ah, man, I can't, like, yeah. that's their problem. Because Booker's problem on is, a streak, Jim, that's, that has to come to an end at some point. Like, yeah, everything he, he hoping. He hoping. Like, yeah. So if he, as soon as he has an off night, and the way he's playing right now, an off night might be like 25. They're done. See, they for me, I actually, I actually do think, and I'm going to be honest with the people out here, had we picked this series prior to the series, I think I would have picked the Nuggets to choke. And I, and I would have picked Phoenix just because, you know, you just think of that, that what Phoenix already was, and then you got the, the, the Kevin Durant factor uh, this time around. Um I wouldn't have anticipated Chris Paul getting hurt. I, I, I would have anticipated Chris Paul not playing up to par, but I, I wouldn't have thought that was enough to lose them the series. I'm going to say now, I think, I think Denver ends it tonight. I think this is the first time somebody in this series is going to lose in the home court. And I think it's because of DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton hasn't played well. Um, he hasn't been aggressive. You know, there's been a lot of talk around his effort in this series. Now the question that I hear out there today is, well, if he had this hip contusion that's keeping him out for this game, has this been bothering him the whole time? I'm not even going to give him that 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 excuse. And I really think that he his, his subpar play is a big part of why they're down 3-2 at the moment. But I also think without him, they don't stand much of a chance. You know what I'm saying? So you, you need somebody we, in there. If we had to take it back. You need somebody for Joker to get 53 to. <laughs> you need somebody to buy him up. <laughs> if we had to go back and pick this uh, series, I probably would have picked the Nuggets. And honestly, it would mm-hmm. it would have just been because how I saw they handled Minnesota. They did them court chop greasy. And I was very impressed. With, I was very impressed with how they uh, played in that Gentleman series. Sweet. It, yeah. Yeah, like I was very impressed with how they played in that series. So I probably would have picked them anyway. Um because, again, Phoenix, they haven't had really time to gel. I mean, before the playoffs, I'm not even sure how many, how many times. I mean, even in the playoffs, Chris Paul is out now. So right. their core hasn't really had an opportunity to play together since the big trade. Um, and that's also why last also week when, when you were asking those questions, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to base this whole playoff run or, or base Kevin Durant's legacy on this playoff run. Because you know how it is, just like you just said, you get a new team. It's it's work to gel anyway, but then when you don't get to play mm-hmm. together, just like they didn't get to play together in Brooklyn, see, all of this is going to go on his record, though. All right, Kevin Durant goes here, and it's not the super Golden State team, and he can't win. Then he goes here, and he can't win. But there's been contextual circumstances at every stop. Like, they didn't play together well, in Brooklyn, and he still almost had them lose in the final. Um, they that, didn't get to that, play together that, that here. Comes with, and they still might. That comes yeah, with making a decision does. that, you know, move around the way you do, right? You know what I mean? But, so, And you're Kevin I, so Durant. I, so people are like, yeah, okay, who was, got hurt? You're Kevin Durant. You know who I am. No, <laughs> and that's to, true. That's true. Cause yeah. he, cause and he almost LeBron, did. It don't matter who he got. Right. When you're the best player, it don't matter who they are. You're supposed to be – when you're at that level that he's at, right? So he's at that level where you're supposed to be able to get into the playoffs with, you know, dudes you pick up off the street. Right. So – if, I mean, if, if he had a, I understand that, if but Kunta, if he had a Kunta Kinte foot, then the story might be different because you know the shot and against Milwaukee, <laughs> that could have changed yeah. the whole thing. But 
You know, you yeah, got the long it changed a lot of people's legacies. But with that being said, That's though, legacy it's, changing shot, man. Uh, so, I mean, at the end of the day, um, I'm gonna go for tonight's game. You know, I mean, I'm fifty, I'm fifty fifty, but I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna pick the same squad as you, just because. Honestly, for me, it's not even Aiden. I don't think they can hold up scoring or that that mag that clip. Like if they do, bless them. Yeah. But that's asking a whole lot of those two dudes, man. And Denver's a lot deeper than they used to be. Like there's there's oh, no longer that catch off the bench. I'm like, why is he right. on your bench? There's no longer that excuse. Like Joker don't have nobody. Like Denver's deep. They're like surprisingly deep. Just like you said, if you don't watch a lot of Denver, and but you know because of when they play and you know who they are, a lot of people don't watch a lot of Denver. I didn't even watch a lot of Denver this season. And, and just like you just said, like, you're like, damn, he on that squad? They pulled Jeff Green in the game the video. I was like, Jeff Green? Man? Like, yo. And you know Jeff Green, at any given time, Jeff Green give anybody 50. You know what I mean? He don't do it enough. That's what I'm saying, man. And that's why he never became the player he was supposed to be. But he, any given time, Jeff Green had put 50 on your mug. So Yeah, man. So – all right, so another interesting series, the six-seeded Warriors trail the seven-seed Lakers three games to two. I think a lot of people were surprised when the Lakers went up 3-1 on them. Uh, do you think, Jim, there's any chance that Steph and company can return the favor to LeBron and come back from a 3-1 deficit and, and win this series? I don't think the Lakers nor the Warriors have been very consistent all season long. I mean, hence the reason they're yeah. the six and seven seed instead of like the two and three seed going to battle right now. So, but do you think uh, Golden so, State has it in them to get three straight? They already got one, and they're going back. I to, mean, so I think they're going they're going back to LA though for Game Six. Yeah, so they got to pull yeah, one they on never the won. They haven't, yeah, they haven't won there in the series yet. So, right. I mean, does does Anthony Davis want to play or not? It really comes down to how he plays. I mean, he went out yesterday with a hurt vagina. So, like, we'll see what happens. Um, Yo, the series has but, hinged on the play of Anthony Davis. He's been a maven on defense, especially. Um, and a lot of the role players have stepped up for the Lakers. Shout out to Lonnie Walker with his 15-point uh, fourth quarter in game, what was that, game four? 15 points in the fourth quarter. Um, Brian saw it coming. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he said, "I told him to stay ready because one day we're gonna need you." Stay ready, man. To drop fifteen in the fourth because Brian sees all. Um, he probably said that to every single player on the team. He probably said, <laughs> tell him just so, just so he could say this and and have proof because he tired of people saying he'd be capping. Brian, hey, listen, man. You know, he he remember he remember the he remember the play from twenty eighteen and pointed the defense to that play on the last play in game four. I mean, Yo, I want to know. I want to know who. Who dug in the crates to find that from 2018? Like, how, how did someone know? Yo. That's but the, but the crazy know. part is, if anybody was on any other NBA player's jock like that, they could find the same scenario. Like, in that situation, all Brian did was switch and tell Anthony Davis to take the man that he ain't taking no more. But, of course, mm-hmm. everybody goes, he remembered that play. and it, No, because that wasn't a play. That was Draymond running out of real estate and throwing the ball desperately to an open man in the corner. I'm like, come on, man. Yo, I just, but no. I, just but, I mean, from, I'm I not taking anything away from LeBron, though, because in other situations, like, his memory is crazy. He can go down any team's roster and give you a, a, a quick two-second um, 
scouting report of each dude. Um, you know, a lot of people can't. Yo, do that. real quick though, I just uh, I just got a text message from a uh, Skyview man. He said we we treat them like they breast tank in the chat, man. You ain't open the chat up. I open the chat. It must be doing that that thing again. I'm in the chat. <laughs> I'm in there by myself. Oh no, not calling you Skyview, man. You sent me a message. Let me see. Let me see if I can pull go in there. Remember a couple of weeks ago, I was doing that. Like I would open the chat and I'd just be in there by myself. So you might have to open it up. <laughs> All right. Yes, uh, Skyview, Neil. The the chat don't like me no more, but I definitely have it open. But I'm definitely in there by myself. I figure something. Well, I just jumped in there. I'm you in there. I'm in here now. I'll do. see y'all. I should probably wait till the show starts to open it. I open it before the show starts, and it's been doing this. Oh thing. no, you can't do that. What's wrong with you? What? Oh no, but you I, gotta, I that's, gotta, how yeah. been, man, that's how I've been doing it for like thirteen years. Cause I, no, you know, as you know, like, I speak to Neil up. in the chat sometimes prior to six o'clock. Like good evening yeah, they, and all they, that kind they, of they, stuff. They, now, they, I don't even see him. I'm in here now. Though. I see, I see y'all though. I see y'all. Right. Jimmy I got y'all. I'm getting towed, tow trucked. All right, so. This series is different than the first one we discussed, Jim, because Golden State, to force a Game 7, has to go into L.A. and win, which for them gives them all the momentum because they'll be going back home for Game 7. So what do you think? You think they can do it? I'm leaning towards them being able to do it, man. Rudy Tomjanovich told me it's possible, man. So, I mean, I they are the champs. And I also think the Anthony is always the hardest. Right, right. I also think Anthony Davis might have a concussion, and I don't think they want to – I don't think they want to say that out loud because once you say it, then there's certain protocols that you have to follow, and they can't, you know, force the man out there to, to put his life in jeopardy if they publicize the fact that he has a concussion. They definitely went overboard with the dramatics, though. They said they took Bo out of the arena in a wheelchair last night. Um, That's why I don't know how you get hit in the head and they jump in a wheelchair. Like, I mean, although all the second <laughs> shack was drawn. But they they said he was woozy. They said he was woozy. But, see, but that's the thing. Anthony Davis, because of his injury history and, you know, because he's Mr. Glass, doesn't get the benefit of the doubt from any fan out there because I've seen all over social media today, like, oh, my God. He didn't hit him in his head that hard. To, I don't, I don't, I don't do that with head injuries. Um, I've no, learned. Dog. I watch enough, I've I watch enough through, boxing. You see somebody right, hit in the right space, it don't matter how right, hard they get hit. Right, it doesn't mean you, you can get jabbed very lightly. You get hit in the right spot at the right time, and, and your brain moves. It, it doesn't really matter. Like, and firsthand experience, you know, I've been in a situation where I thought I was going blind, and I didn't get hit in the head at all. You know what I'm saying? We were playing tackle football, and it was body contact, just, you know, slamming into other players and stuff like that. Like, so you don't even have to get hit in your head always to get a concussion. Also, saw my son have a concussion after, you know, he did hit his head, but I didn't think it was that hard. You know, I'm being a, a, a tough-ass daddy. I mean, get your ass up. You're all right. And then a couple hours mm-hmm. later, he's throwing up, and we got to go to the hospital, and he don't remember who I am. Scary as hell. So I don't, I don't mess around and, and cast judgment anymore on, on these head injuries. So he got hit in his head somewhere by another 250-pound human being. It's possible. And, you know, and Anthony Davis has had all kinds of injuries. I don't think he's going to go out of the game and, and fake 
like he got a headache because <laughs> the game got a little too too tough for him. I mean, at least I would hope yeah. Anthony Davis wouldn't do that. But I really think if they rule this officially a concussion, the Lakers are going to be in big trouble because they can't win without Anthony Davis. I don't, I don't, I don't care. No, nah, they can't. But yeah. I think I think even with him, they may be in trouble. Like they got a close. They they don't want to go back to uh, Golden State. And yeah. I don't know they where Draymond like in, in game in game uh, five, where Draymond all of a sudden decided he was going to get an offensive game. I don't know where that came from. He came out well, mad aggressive, shooting threes. I'm like, hold up, what the hell? What yeah, the hell to make up for yeah, to make up for Jordan Poole, who's no longer and even in the rotation. Jordan Poole played ten minutes. No, <laughs> the game before that because he just hasn't had it. But the thing is, Jordan Poole hasn't really had it like he did last year. He hasn't had it like that all season. Um, but he's another player I see fans and everybody writing off. I'm like, dang, I was just on this dude jock last year. <laughs> How quickly, like, we forget. Like, no no slumps allowed. No slumps allowed. This is the treatment you're going to get. But he's been awful. He's definitely been awful. Yeah. And he don't know he's so, I mean. Because he's going to play like he's a man on the big shots that he shouldn't be taking. But, yeah, he's been off. I feel like they got to close it out tonight. Like, you know, and I know we're going to talk about the next series, but stuff just got to be closed out, dog. That's the thing. You know why? You got to close it out. Right. And you know why I think the Lakers are in trouble? Because Klay Thompson hadn't even played well yet. Steph is keeping these dudes in the series damn near single-handedly. I mean, I'm not going to say that yeah. has a lot of rebounds and defense to go around. But offensive-wise, Steph is like, he's keeping these dudes alive. Klay Thompson had 10 points last game, 9 points the, the game before that. Yo, you get Klay hot and get him a 30-point game while Steph is chipping in another 30 and Draymond's playing the way he played. If they can do that for two games straight, the Lakers can't beat that. And they're going to have trouble beating that even yeah. with AD and his headache. All right, so let's go over to the yeah. East. We got the number five Knickerbockers, Bong. Um, they trail the number eight seeded Miami Heat three games to two. Now Miami went up three games to one in this series. Um, Miami fans started coming out of the woodwork as if they weren't just Miami fans because of Brian. The ones who who live in Florida, you know, they got to act like they're back now. Um, Miami fans, pundits, talking heads, another series where somebody went down 3-1 and they damn near, they pretty much wrote the team off. Knicks fought back at Madison Square Garden last night, 3-2. You think they can beat Miami on, on in Miami and, and take it back to MSG for Game 7? And do you know how they will they be want climbing to. the poles and <laughs> jumping off bus stops and climbing to the top of Madison Square Garden if they come back and win this series. These fans get two okay. wins in, game, in, in round one and, and and celebrate like they won the chip. I don't think they want to, yo. I don't even think they care enough. Like, I watch them play, and they're losing just based on effort. I feel like they won the last game because they didn't want to get losing their home court because then you really look like a piece of ish. But I think they're done. Like, Miami should have really already won. They should have won game two. And the crazy part is, like, Knicks had a couple balls bounced away in game two, and also Jimmy didn't play game two. But this series probably should really be over. Probably. They probably a Jimmy Jimmy Butler ankle injury away from being in Cancun right now. Um, But 
like there's a little bit in me that tells me that that ankle injury and him missing game two, that might come back to bite them. It's different, I think, than the Joel situation. Joel, when he missed the first game of the series, it was kind of like, all right, the knee is probably, he probably can play on it, but he's been resting it. They got up one. I mean, I mean, they won the game without him, luckily. Um, so, you know, the, like I said, the Sixers got lucky in that scenario because they did actually pull it out without him. Without Jimmy Butler, Miami Heat doesn't stand a chance. But I think Miami, at some point, they're going to come crashing down. Um, you got the quote-unquote heat culture, but they got like seven undrafted free agents. They hungry as hell. But at some point in these playoffs, talent is going to trump that. And I don't necessarily think this series is over. If Julius Randle listens to what everybody's saying and, and the effort that he's showing or lack thereof, and, and he, you know, gets it going again, I don't know. They can be in trouble, man. I think that he can be in trouble. Hey. Hey, Nick, enjoy your vacation. Nice season. <laughs> Jimmy, like, I ain't trying to hear that. I ain't trying to hear that. They done. Yo, they don't yo, care. Jalen Brunson is way better than I ever thought he would be. So I, I, I think he's playing by himself. Shot, man. But he played the whole game last night. And um, what's the other guy played the whole game last night? Um, I forgot his damn name. Which Either one? way, was he it got... the big fella? No, the, the big other, fella? No, you no. talking about RJ? Uh, no, 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 not RJ. Uh, shoot, he's not a household name. That's why I'm forgetting his damn name. The boy that was um, looking around? Uh, he got hurt at the end of the game, yeah. They both yeah, have played about every it? minute of the game up until that point. Um, and if that's Tibbs, you know what I'm saying, if that's his strategy, they might be in trouble a little bit because, you know, who knows what his situation is going to be after he got hurt on that screen even though he plucked Jimmy after that screen and went the other way with it. But um, so we'll see. But I, I, I'm going to give the Knicks a, a, a fighting chance, man. If they can go into Miami and grab this game, I would go so far to say that it's a wrap for Miami if they don't win game six. So Nick, I, I enjoy your offseason. Have fun. <laughs> nice season. Julius Randle, we'll see you on a different team next year. You're out of here. It's over. Y'all don't care. Y'all not even hustling. Y'all was punking Cleveland because Cleveland was punks. All you need, all they, it's almost like this series reminds me of a bully that punched somebody and they get punched right back. And it's like, oh, we get hit back because they punched Cleveland and Cleveland ran. They punched Miami. Miami punched them right back. Like, what's really good? And they don't want no part. Jalen Brunson's playing by himself. They done. Stick a fork in them. (laughs) Stick a fork in them. Bong. Bing bong. All right. So uh, last but not least, we got the number two seed in the East, the Boston Celtics trailing the number three seed, Philadelphia 76ers, three games to two. Now, we spoke about this already. Of course, we know Joel Embiid missed game one. Sixers still found a way to win on Boston's home court. Now, all Sixers fans and everybody out there, oh, they got game one, so they should – they should rest Joel again game two. And I thought that was the most ludicrous thought process possible. Like, it's it's crazy. The crazy part about it is I hear so many people, like, agreeing with the whole load management and these dudes are soft and this and that. But then we get into a situation like this and the whole city is calling for dude to sit down again. And I think it's ludicrous. I think you win that game. 
It was unlikely you're going to win that game. You play him game two, all hands on deck, and you try to step on their necks. Now, they got the monkey beat out of him. But in my opinion, it was still the better decision to play him because he gets to get that game out of the way because he looked real tentative in that game. He looked like he didn't trust his knee. He was wearing that brace. He's tripping and falling when nobody's even around him. And he got to shake the rust off. Now, if you don't play him that, that game, then he would have been trying to shake the rust off game three. They mess around and lose, you know. You know I mean, it, the series could possibly be over by now if they waited and, and started his timetable a little later. We never, we'll never know because it, it, it went the way it went. Sixers are back home, Jim, for game six after beating Boston on their home court twice to wrangle back home court advantage. Do they end it tonight? Do the Sixers have that in them? I know they better. That's all I'm going to say. If y'all don't <laughs> right, if they tonight, don't, if they don't, I, like, just like I said with Golden yeah. State L.A., it's rap, man. If, if, if we got to go back to Boston, they're, gonna, they're not going to lose. They've been inconsistent for a team that's supposed to be title favorites, right? But they're not going to lose three mm-hmm. times in one series Listen, man. on their home court. They're not going to do it, man. You got a crew. You got a crew. You better tell them. Y'all better not. This got to be ended tonight. They got, I got a question for you. You think, you think, you think, uh, you think Eme roots for the Celtics to win, or he low key be rooting for his whole team to lose? I'm pretty sure he roots for them to lose um, because of how everything went down. It's human nature. He could be best of friends with Joe Mazzulla, but come on, dog. They got they got me out of there. I can't. And, and we didn't finish the job last year. I can't see you, and I can't root for you to go finish the job, you know, because you know how people go. Yeah. They're going to act like it was him all along. But you're going to have some um, Udoka people who are going to be like, well, he did it with Udoka's team. You know how some people do that. But there's no way he could be rooting for that. Like, if I'm I'm going to keep it real. If I'm Udoka, I'd take solace in, in seeing them in this situation, and I'm a Sixer fan tonight. How would you play it? You a roof off? Hell no. I would hope they got swept <laughs> in the first round. <laughs> I'd have been like, sweep them, sweep. Uh, sit at every game with the broom out. So they win. Um, so, yeah, the Sixers, they need at least three of their four top dogs to be and 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 top form tonight. I mean, one of them has to be Joel Embiid, but then you need a mixture of Harden, Maxi, Tobias Harris to do their thing. All four of them were doing their thing in Game Five. Um, Tobias's night kind of got cut short by foul trouble, and I thought it was some ticky tack, some bad calls um, up in there. But there's nothing you can do about that. There's no no excuse. And they did what they had to do. Like, they beat the Celtics so bad that the bad refereeing didn't come into play. And and that's probably what they got to do because I don't think they're going to get the favoritism of the whistle against this team. Um, they're going to be hungry, man. If, 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 because the thing in this series is Tatum has been getting off the slow starts. Even the games that he dominates, gets 36, 38 points, he's been getting off the slow starts. It's like Jalen Brown carries them through the first quarter, and then, you know, at halftime, Jalen Brown, who I'm sitting here thinking is arguably the best player on the team, like, 
he makes it more or he makes it less of an argument because in the second half, I've sometimes forgotten that this dude was on the team. And it's and it's all Tatum. It's like Tatum time in the second half. So you don't want to let these two dudes cook at the same time. That's a recipe for disaster right there. So Sixers have got to be tough tonight, man. Yeah, they got to end it. It got to be over. It got to be yeah. over. Um, so you know, the, Skyview says in the, the chat that his prediction is MB goes for 50. PJ hits two threes and the Sixers advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, he said PJ he said, clown for buyer. He said clown for buyer. That's the crazy part. That's a decent. Huh? He said clown for buyers, but he locks up Tatum. I don't know about locking up Tatum. What's Tatum averaging for the series? Who locks up Tatum? Tobias. He said Tobias then. Nah, nah. Tatum just missing shots. Tobias ain't locking nobody up. And I'm, yeah, I'm Tatum is very, I've always been a Tobias Tatum supporter. Like, it makes me shots. sick to see Tobias make these mistakes sometimes that other fans have complained about because you watch your ability to defend somebody just go down the drain a little bit. So I'm like, come on, Tobias, I want to like you. I don't want to be like these other fans, but he he be doing some stuff that's, that's I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, nah, he ain't he ain't locking up Tatum. Not, not at all. Yeah, so – I got the Sixers. I'm going to pick the Sixers to end it tonight, though. I think they end it tonight. They go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think Boston, if you put pressure on them early, they're going to, they're going to fold because, you know, they they just ain't ready. All right. Well, let's go Sixers. And I, and I, think, this, and I think this breaks them up. I think after this, Dylan Brown is out of here. Um, he might have to, and we're going to talk about why in a couple of minutes, but they might have to regardless. Um. So, uh, but we're we definitely going to get to that in a couple of minutes. Um, so let's talk about, well, let's just, I'm going to read off the All-NBA defensive teams that were named uh, recently. The All-NBA defensive team, very interesting uh, pick on one of these teams. It's going to cause another conversation about some stuff that happened recently. But, of course, the team is headlined. Well, let's, let's start with the second team. I'm not going to start with the headliner. Uh, All-defensive second team, Derek White from the Boston Celtics, Draymond Green from the Golden State Warriors, OG Anobi from Toronto Raptors, Bam Adebayo from the Miami Heat, and the one that I'm talking about, not not even controversial, but the one that's going to bring conversation, Dylan Brooks from the Memphis Grizzlies. So Dylan Brooks, who reportedly – the Grizzlies told him that his services are no longer needed in the community um, under any circumstances, has made second team, you know, all defense. And remember last week when we talked to him, and I was like, you know, I find it kind of a shame that because LeBron was involved and because Memphis did what they did, it's like the narrative on Dylan Brooks now is that he's a bum play and he's going to be – running ball in, in China next year and all of this kind of stuff. And I'm like, that's, that's unfortunate because Dylan Brooks is, is far from a bum. You know, he's nobody's star, nobody's superstar. Um, he's probably not even good enough to yap the way he did, especially to the person that he yapped to. But if his team backs that up, because they all been yapping all throughout the season. So if his team backs that up, he doesn't look like that much of a villain, except for to LeBron's fans. Second team all defense. 
that that ain't somebody that's gonna be playing in China anytime soon, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, and like I said, and and he averaged eighteen a game last season. He averaged like fourteen something a game this season. Like Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks is a viable piece to a good team. At this point, because of how this went down, because you know, I think you agreed, B. Austin agreed. Like, I don't care when dudes talk like this. You just got to go out there and back it up. So from where he is right now, he probably need to humble himself, shut the hell up, wherever he ends up playing next year, and, and, and just do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Do what got you the reputation that you did have, in, you know, amongst Memphis last year. You know, 18 points, maybe five rebounds, a couple of assists, and play very good defense. Um, and this year, defense enough to get you on the second team, which makes two Memphis Grizzlies on the all-defensive teams because the first team, of course, was headlined by the defensive player of the year, Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, Drew Holiday from the, from the Milwaukee Bucks, Brooke Lopez from the Milwaukee Bucks, Evan Mobley, Cleveland Cavaliers, and Alex Caruso from the Chicago Bulls. So the Milwaukee Bucks have two people on the first team, and none of them are Giannis. That's that's crazy because Giannis didn't Giannis win Defensive Player of the Year before. <laughs> yeah, yo, it's so crazy. Somebody, I'm trying to think who was it. Somebody recently got, won Defensive Player of the Year. Didn't even make All NBA Defense Team. I forgot who it was. Somebody did. Giannis. Giannis didn't make either one of these. Was it Giannis? Teams. Yeah, Giannis yeah, didn't yeah, make either one of these teams. But he got two people on his team that make that. Like that's crazy though. Like how good are the Milwaukee Bucks defensively? You got the former defensive player of the year who didn't make it possibly because of all the games he missed with injury. Um, you got Anthony Davis, who could be the best defender in the league, who didn't make it possibly, most likely because of injury. But if you think about it, Jaron Jackson Jr. only played like seven more games than Anthony Davis did this season. So it's a little it's a little weird uh, how that went. Um, but those are your all defensive. Uh, all, NBA All-Defensive Teams for the 2022-2023 NBA season. So now we're going to go to the All-NBA Team. And I want to ask you something about this after I give you the teams. Of course, there's three of these. All-NBA Third Team, De'Aaron Fox, LeBron James, Damian Lillard, Julius Randle, and DeMontis Sabonis. Remember those names. Second Team, Jalen Brown from the Celtics, Jimmy Butler. Steph Curry, uh, Nikola Jokic, Donovan Mitchell. And the All-NBA first team, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Luka Doncic, Joel Embiid, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and Jason Tatum. Ain't, ain't SGA, like, Canadian or something? Yo, I think he is. I think he definitely is from Canada. So you got one American on the, on the, <laughs> on the first team. You got one American on the NBA, all-NBA first team, and that's Jason Tatum. But this is what I wanted to ask you. Like, because it's the same question we asked about Joel Embiid last season, the last two seasons. Like, damn, how are you second in MVP and you don't make NBA, all-NBA first team? Do you think this vote should go to the top five players? Do you think they should change it to the top five players, or do you think they should keep it um, with positions? 
Because you got Joker again. Um, how, how Joker don't make the first team because Embiid's on the first team. How Embiid didn't make the first team because Joker was on the first team. This is, this think, is Embiid's this first ever because first team all, you, all, all, all NBA. Yeah, it's giving you different information. I think you keep it. You keep it this way. I mean, MVP voting, you you fall where you fall, but this is about the best at your position. So, right. I think you just leave it this way. It's funny that you said that because. Because of the, the Joel situation, you know, you think about it more when something you think unfair has happened to somebody that you root for. Like last year, I was thinking that, like, man, like they probably should go top five on this. But just today, I was thinking about all the criteria that you, me, B. Austin would always talk about when we're talking about people making the Hall of Fame and stuff like that. So I think the way it is now lends itself more to those conversations because what do we always say? Well, was he ever top three, top five in his position in the whole league? So this is the data that can tell you that. Like, well, you know, he made first team, second team, or third team, all NBA, so he was top three at his position during this particular season. So this is the data that lends itself to that. If we just go top five, and at one year, you know, if you if you went top five, maybe sometime back in like the 80s, 90s, five of them dudes, all five would have been centers. <laughs> and people definitely wouldn't yeah. want to want to see that. So that's probably why they were doing it like this in the first place. But now we come into this era of positionless basketball, and we throw that question out there again, like, man, should we change this? <laughs> like, what should we do? So, so I see an argument for both sides, but this lends itself more to those conversations we have about Hall of Fame criteria when we're asking, like, was he ever tops at his position in the whole league? Scavi says in the chat that he don't think Lucas should have made for his team when his team couldn't even make the play in. He said, not the playoffs, but Ooh, the play Luka? in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, under, I understand that. I, I definitely understand that. But as much as they say that kind of stuff, like, these are supposed to be individual awards. You know what I mean? They they're supposed to be, and, you know. But but but, but I, I definitely because maybe not first team, team, maybe it bumps game. him down to second or third. Yeah, I agree with Skyview. Like, if to be on the first team means that you should be like a, um, a transformational player, where I put you anywhere and you at least miss the playoffs. Yeah. At least miss the I play mean, in. You know what I mean? Like. Okay, but even even that then, well, did. OKC make the plans? Yeah. The crazy part, though, we sitting here talking about plans. You can be like top, yeah. top ten and make the plans, so that's, that's not really but impressive I think, to I me. Think that's either. the point, though. You can't even but make they, the top ten in your conference. Yeah, yeah. I, no, that, that's that's definitely a good point, and I think I think I, I probably would say that neither one of them should be up there. Um, and on that on that second team, you definitely you got Steph or Jalen Brown or even Donovan Mitchell that could take one of their places or, or both of their places for this season. Shay SGA, I just love the story because coming into the season, I mean, but that's that's fans. Everybody swears that people are trying to tank and all of this kind of stuff. Um, what OKC did do this season shows you like you know, he's trying to win. They're definitely trying to win. They've amassed a lot of picks and did what they had to do. But a lot of that happens because, okay, you do blow it up and your team is garbage because of it, but everybody's not out there just purposely trying to lose like the Sixers. 
I mean, there is a thing of rebuilding. Once you blow it up, you got to get players that are good enough to get you back. So everything is not a tank just because, you know, they're going to be tough next year. They got, they got, they got your man with the sports bra coming back next year. (laughs) Uh, White Skeletor. Yeah. (laughs) They got White Skeletor coming back. Um, all right. Uh, Hey Jim, I, cause I gotta I gotta walk away for one minute, and B. Olson's not here. So after this stat of the week and quote of the week, um, take a call real quick before we uh, end it with you know what happened on the grind. So right now, stat our stat of the week um, are the All NBA Team contract implications, and that's what I was saying earlier when I when we talked about Jalen Brown and and we said. You know, we, we were going to talk about that in a minute because the fact that he made the All-NBA team has wonderful implications for him, at least, um, as far as his his upcoming contract. Uh, I can't even find the joint right now. Damn it. <laughs> My bad, y'all. Bear with me. Bear with me. Because um, they made – oh, here we go. Uh, Jason Tatum – because he made all NBA first team is now eligible for a five year supermax contract worth thirty three hundred eighteen million dollars starting in twenty twenty five. Jalen Brown is now eligible for a five year supermax worth two hundred ninety five million starting the next starting in twenty twenty four. And on the negative side of this, John Morant, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, Morant's current five year hundred ninety four million dollar contract would have become $233 million had he made an all-NBA team. And I think the only reason he didn't make an all-NBA team is because voters probably are punishing him for all the off-the-court antics um, this particular season. So Ja left a lot of millions on the table. But I think with Tatum being able to make 318 and Jalen Brown being able to make 295 to keep that team competitive, like title contender competitive, they might have to make a decision. And like you said, Jim, the decision is going to be even easier if these dudes don't win the title this year as title favorites. Because how are you going to go into a season paying, you know, almost 500 and almost $600 million in salary? No, over $600 million in salary for two players. And, and y'all didn't get it done. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's half a billion, yo. Half a billion. For Billy, yeah, I think I think I think, I think they, you know, going go their separate ways anyway. Yeah, I still, but, you I know, still it think it's something to the fact that I don't think they really like each other. I think they just do what they got to do. Yo, you never see them do like it's not, they don't. They <laughs> give off. They give off. Uh, we play together because we hear energy. Right, because I think Jalen probably thinks he's better than Tatum, and Tatum probably has it in the back of his mind that some people be out there saying Jalen's better than Tatum. They 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 don't want to be together. All right, so before I uh, run off for two minutes, um, I quoted a week. (laughs) I'm tired of the disrespect. I'm coming. Pause. That's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Please tell me what this boy talking about. (laughs) I have no idea. It came out of nowhere. I saw it on Twitter. I'm like, what is he even talking about? Like, dog, the playoffs are still going on. What are you talking about? (laughs) I have no idea what boy is talking about. Who said something to you behind the scenes that got you talking like this? I, I, yeah, I, I have no idea. He on his MJ. He out there making up slights so he can. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know what it is. Yeah. He's right. wrong. 
I have no I'll, I'll be right back. So you holler at the phone line. Right. Yes, sir. We got nine seven three. Is that thing with Casey Mac got you online? Who am I speaking to? Uh, good evening, gentlemen. This is Luke from New Jersey. Uh, been a long time oh, since I've been How in. are you? How are you? How are you? Oh, you remember? I didn't think you remember me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How you been? All right, it's been a while. All right, so what's going on? What, what you what you think about uh, what's going on in the NBA playoffs? The Knicks do need some work, but of course, you know when you got you got a beast, uh, you know with, with Miami with you know who that did make it that did make it uh, awfully tough for us in the series. So I did think we were going to have our problems, but mm-hmm. Game Five last night proved to be you know, you know, maybe a little bit of a turning point. Maybe it can turn things around here. The Knicks have gone on the road. So, with uh, any luck, maybe they can have um, this game six and try to uh, force a game seven, which I would love to see. Well, the thing about it is game sevens are always, like, the, the one of the greatest things in sports is a game seven. So, I'm not going to lie. I would love you to know. see it because, because you know, just the, the pressure and, and, and everything of a game seven is just very exciting to watch. The issue I saw in the series, though, is that at times the Knicks look like they're just not giving the effort, which is weird coming from a team coach from yeah. Pitt, but. And I saw, I think it was on TikTok or something. Someone like like put up a bunch of plays where they're not chasing loose balls, they're not running after rebounds, and it's like you can't do that against Miami. Miami, you know, they're a team that you know is a, a very aggressive team that you know these guys fight for every loose ball, and the Knicks just weren't doing that. And I think that's their problem. You got and the biggest talent. culprit. The biggest culprit is their supposedly best player in Julius Randle. Yeah, he look like eating out there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But then of course you got Jimmy Butler on the other side, and of course he's you know doing the damage. Yeah, he's the total opposite. Of yeah. opposite. So what's your prediction? You 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 think you'll you think you'll pull out uh, game six? I think they can. I think they, it's okay. gonna be a close game. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it being a blowout by any means. I do see it being a very close game since now they're familiar <clears> with each other and you know guarding uh, you know like guarding every move. I do expect it to be a I also think it's going to be more of a defensive game. Okay. I'm telling you, Jim, I'm on that other side too, man. I I really have a feeling that that game two where Jimmy took off, because, you know, I mean, an ankle is an ankle. But I actually, in today's NBA, you always have to question, he probably could have played, but they got that 1-0 lead, so they felt confident Mm -hmm. sitting them. I think that game two might come back to bite them, man. Really Here's do. the thing, Dev. I actually <clears throat> thinking about it, right? So I, 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 it's hard for me to, to to pick a team to win when I see that kind of effort. With right. that being I said, I want yes. the Knicks to win, and because you know what I'm sitting thinking about, I'm thinking about a Game Seven. Game Sevens are always exciting, especially when you kind of have like yes. no rooting interest one way or the other. Game Sevens are just exciting to watch. So now that I think about it, I think a, a Game Seven Knicks Heat might be, you know, something that we we want to see. And you know they're gonna stretch up all the the footage from the past, and they're gonna show Van Gundy on yeah, Lonzo's leg, the old and, uh, yeah. <laughs> stuff that we tired of seeing. But they're gonna dredge it all up. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Interesting though. Right. We'll make sure you call back after the series is over so we can talk about what happened. If I'm available, yes, because usually I'm not available on Thursdays, but I'll I'll try. By the way, I do have a show of my own. Um, Okay, we're still on my own. Uh, yeah, we're on the. Uh, it's uh, called the Enhanced Sports Show. Now, keep this in mind. I am not on Blog Talk Radio. Okay, I used to do on Blog Talk Radio back when I first started, 
but we have moved on to other platforms, so don't look for us on that page. Um, you can also find me at um, on, U- on YouTube. I'm on YouTube. Dial in the Enhanced Sports Show. The exact title, okay. please. Otherwise you, won't, otherwise, you won't get anything. Um, <laughs> the live show is 4 to 6 on Saturday afternoons, and it's a toll-free number, 512-543-4662. And like I said, all right, we'll check it out. Yeah. We'll definitely check it out. Uh, yeah, definitely. And like definitely I said, give it a listen. Like I said, go to YouTube and dial in the Enhanced Sports Show exactly as it says, or else you won't get it. Or it's not going to come up. All right, we got you. <laughs> right. got you. Appreciate right, that. Thanks for your right. call, man. We'll check you out. Okay. Thanks. Dang it. <clears throat> what else yeah, we got? So, um, Tobias, is, Tobias is here. I think I just see Tobias. Well, let me see where he had uh, roll. Roll Damn time, tired. fellas. Where we got the the team where the coach betting on a baseball game. Oh. <laughs> Yo. Yo, dude is an idiot. <laughs> dude is so idiot. Yo. Yo, he made like the only bet on planet Earth for a college baseball game. They was like, "Wait, there's something going on here." It was a big one. Won like twenty bucks. Yo, Bull literally made like the only bet on Earth for a college baseball game. Yo, and dropped fifty racks on it. And dropped fifty. Yo, hold up, hold up. So hold on, hold on. Let's let's take a step back. People don't know what we're talking about. Right for people. So Alabama's Alabama's baseball baseball coach shut down their best pitcher. Right. Then placed a fifty thousand dollar bet on the game, so they right. shut the down. Pitcher was like injured nobody, or something, right? So, so he sat him down. Yo, nobody bets on college baseball. Nobody bets no on college height. baseball. So and that's where so the, the red flag went up because out, they, there was a bet. Period, and then it was such a big bet. And of course, guys, he bet against his own team because he knew the information. <laughs> he knew his best pitcher wasn't going to pitch. Yo, he tried to make right. his life savings. Off this, yeah, he's trying to still he's like, cover. Like, what's their record? Because maybe we're thinking, I'm, like, I'm thinking, like, was he about to get fired or something? And he's like, hey, man, I'm going to get me some severance. <laughs> Here, here's the ironic part about it. Alabama still didn't cover. <laughs> yeah, he still lost. Yo, they, man, shut down but, the, they shut down everything. So, he like, the bet didn't even count, right? Yeah, they, they didn't take it down. Yeah, they didn't take it back. Yo. Yeah, I mean, twenty bucks. People think we, yo, but people think we even even a twenty dollar bet. They would have been like, yeah. why are people betting on a baseball, a college baseball game all of a sudden? Like nobody yeah. bets on college baseball. No, nah, they crazy. don't. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. about this NBA playoffs, right? One thing about the playoffs is it brings clarity to what you <laughs> are as a team, what you have as on your team, and what and what changes you have to make. Because I go back to, like, my Bulls, the Derrick Rose Bulls. They had great records, but once you get in the playoffs, you only have one guy to get buckets. And when the playoffs, it, it gets on that. It's like Boston, right? They have great regular seasons, but the two best players can't dribble, and the high yellow cat think he Kobe. <laughs> you know, and Marcus Smart is like, I got this. You know, and uh, and Jason – Jalen Brown is up for a $270 million extension on a Supermax. And with this new CBA, it's so punitive a luxury tax that no Jerry Reinsdorf never going to pay it now. But uh, they might have to trade this dude. And I don't blame them if they trade him. If you're not going to pay him that, just trade him. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, they're going to have to make yeah. a decision. 
Yeah, because you're stuck. Because if they pay both, because both of them are eligible. If you pay both, you're stuck, <laughs> you know. And so you may have to trade for some pieces, which it could, might be the smart decision because this ain't Kobe and Shaq we're talking about. They're good players. This ain't Dwayne Wade and LeBron they primes, you know. And so you might, you have to make a decision, and I think they're going to make that decision to trade them. You might as well trade them in the offseason. Don't even bring that into camp, even though you ain't gonna pay him. Yeah, I mean you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But that's like you said, the playoffs bring that kind of clarity to you. It's funny. I was sitting thinking about like the playoffs is damn near long, but it's almost like a second season at this point. Yeah. But you can see exactly what you need. With but this is also, like you know, not to not to shoot the players any bail, but this is also why. Um, they rest the way they do during the course of the season. They're going to have to figure something out. I know they're trying to put in the CBA that you got to play 65 or you know, you're not eligible for any awards, but I don't think people care about that. They don't so, care. They, they, they still getting their, they're still getting a season full of pay. If low management yeah. should be non-pay because you're able to work and they just say, now nah, you're taking the day off. And, uh, mm-hmm. and like, the problem is you got a week-long all-star break. They don't have that many back-to-backs anymore. You don't have four and five nights anymore. You got charter flights, the best sneakers, the best diets, the best doctors. Why are these guys still getting hurt there? Dude, it's the pressure from – it ain't nothing but pressure from fans and media because it's all about yep. how you judge the players. It's all about championships now. So now these dudes could care less about the, the regular season. So the same people – who are complaining about the product that they're seeing in the regular season are the reason that we're seeing this product in the regular season. People aren't even going hard when they are out there. You know what I'm saying? So, And you're right. You know, because you can't like, have it both ways. You and, want to and here's judge the thing, everybody on championships, but you still want the regular season to entertain you and, and you get your money's worth. Can't have it I, think, I, think I think eventually we're going to get to a point where there is no regular season. I know this sounds crazy. <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna do like multiple seasons within a year. They're gonna like try to figure out some sort of some sort of like a, the way soccer does it or something. Like they're gonna try to figure something else out because yeah. I mean Tobias made an excellent point too. People like even the, even the ones that aren't like um you know just taking days off. People are seemingly getting hurt more too. They're it's something about M- the way they're gonna the game have is being NCAA tournaments or, with series instead of one yeah. and done. Yeah, because they, they, what was that rule they tried they were trying to start a tournament anyway? What's the tournament they was trying to start? They try to do like a mid-season tournament. I'm like, what's going to be the incentive behind that shit? If you can't get these dudes to play in that one, yeah, like if you can't get these dudes to play until the regular playoffs to get that championship, like what is the Who's point of that? Playoff game. They're like, yeah, we're good. You can't incentivize uh, it with money. These dudes make all the money they need. You know, the stars. You have to dock game checks. You touch load management, game check. Uh, you know, but the thing, but one thing also is like people rings. What these players, you can ask Barkley, Chris Paul, even saw Al Horford last year, how happy he was just to make the finals. At least they like, I didn't win it, but at least I made it and had a shot at it. Because winning a championship is also luck as well. There's a lot of luck involved. And, um, mm-hmm. and sometimes it may, it may be sometimes who you run up against. And sometimes it's about your injuries that one year. And sometimes in most teams, you may only have one shot with that core to make the finals. Sometimes you yeah, that's it. That's true. Now, think about it. That's why. That's why. Like I understand the, the the hate that he gets for not winning them all, but that's why like LeBron going as much as he went, 
What do you go for like ten straight seasons, something stupid like that? Like nine, yeah, yeah. Because I want to fault them on that. I just was like, man. Yo, going yeah, to nine straight finals is ridiculous, yo. Because it's the physical yeah, tactic. Because I always said, y'all don't want big bulls, man. I've always said they would not have won eight straight because you're, it is so physically taxing. They was on fumes after the third one against Phoenix. And they <clears throat> they might have won number four against the Dream, but number five was way out because that team was different. It was bad. And uh, so, uh, you know, it's hard. And look what happened to Golden State. Clay and KD got hurt. It happens. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's very it's, physically taxing. That's why like, you're going to the finals nine straight years. It even it even with it within that playing for different teams is kind of insane. Hundred games. But that's I don't why you understand how much mileage is on LeBron's wheels, and he's still playing yeah. to this level in year twenty. So you yeah. definitely gotta give him his props. Like yeah, and, um, but yeah, you know, and one thing y'all talking about playoffs, right? You also bring Clay. You know, I gotta bring this up. DeAndre's eight and out tonight, so Phoenix may actually win the game. Uh, you know, <laughs> Monty was like, "Hey, go ahead, yo, rest that, rest that chest, buddy." Yo, Tobias, uh, Tobias, you hating on dude? Let me ask you a question, Tobias. Who you hate more? You hate Julius Randle or Aiden? Which one of them you hate more? Uh, <laughs> whew, man, I ain't gonna lie, to you. Ass all playoff. You been talking, you been talking hey, bad about them both. I ain't gonna lie, both of Season on the line, they're like, yeah, we good. I ain't gonna go for that rebound. Here's the crazy part about Aiden, right? If you want to get traded, you should ball out. That will help you get traded. <laughs> you know, um, right? You gotta, you gotta have some form of value to get yes. traded. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Randall, the thing about Randall, the, the past two times I made the playoffs, he's a number three option. And I think with the NBA, sometimes you really don't see it until the playoffs. But you also see Devin Booker become a true number one now. He's grown into that. But my thing is, the problem enough. is he's been in the league like forty six years, and he only like yeah. twenty seven years old. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how long these guys been in the league. But and then you hear these guys talk about the revision of these guys in the media talking about, oh, 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 they straight all that depth for Katie. You mean the one that lost by thirty some points in Game Seven to Luca? Huh? That same depth. <laughs> uh, if we knew, and like, but who's gonna say no to KD? That's why I be killing about the, the media. It ain't like Katie, 40 years old. Who will say no to that? Hey, Jimmy. My Devin Booker is still only 26 years old, yeah. That's hilarious. What do you got? This is like season, what, nine? Yeah, he got like six, seven, eight. He got 10 years left. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. But, but yeah, but yeah, this like, vision is something like eight oh, season. Yeah. But it, felt, it still feels like he'd been in there even more than eight. I feel like he'd been here like yeah. 10 years. And that's why, like, some of these young guys, people forget guys in our era, era, they're coming in at 22, 21, 22. These guys are coming at 19 and had had AAU coaching. (laughs) Kentucky, I'm sitting there thinking about the mass amount of folks that Kentucky had come in because I'm sitting there thinking about it, like, Devin Booker wasn't even starting at Kentucky and he went to the league after one year. He did not. Like, you look at at Fox, you look at Book, you look at all these dudes that are still playing, like, yo, Kentucky put a, uh, yo, if you look at the top maybe 20 players in the league, might half of them might have came from Kentucky. And only one ring. Uh, <laughs> that's what you judge a college an overwhelming amount of talent. Yeah, I heard somebody say there. today, and it's like, right off the top, you want to argue it, but it's like, damn, it could be right. 
It was like Maxi might be the worst guard in the league from Kentucky right now. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot. Maxi went there too. Jamal yeah. Murray? Maybe, yeah. Murray, Booker. Um, he's probably hey. not the worst, but. I mean, but hey, even with Jack Maxi is pretty good too. You know, quickly, quickly ain't no ho. They they need him. If the Knicks had him, this this series might be different. And, and you know, in like the Knicks, for example, right? That could be a team that might trade for Jalen Brown. They got picks and stuff like that. They just need a bigger guard to go along with Brunson, who could shoot because they can't shoot. <clears throat> and, uh, and like it's crazy. Like sometimes college actually helps you pull your draft stock, like make, increase Zion's draft stock even higher because the year Zion entered the draft. R.J. Barrett was the number one high school player in that class. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yo, just, awesome. <laughs> yo, yo this is what y'all do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yo. We don't CP time. We ain't no CP time. Hey. It's just like the playoff uh, teams, right? You got Anthony. I ain't, know, Anthony what I ain't know what War Room did. I ain't know what y'all did, so this is what y'all do. Oh, all right. Yo, real quick, though. Real quick, you got Anthony Davis. You got Carl Anthony Towns. Bam Adebayo. Devin Booker. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding? Jamal Murray, (laughs) De'Aaron Fox, Tyler Hero, Monk. Yo, SGA, who's in the playing game. Yo, Malik Monk. Yo, Willie Cauley. Yo, yo. (laughs) Willie Cauley Stars. Drill Bill. Yeah. They might just be counting dudes. I don't know if he. I got. You know, I'm glad the Sixers fans in the house. Gosh, Joe Mazzulla got to get fired. He getting out coached by Doc in the playoffs. So you know he's about time. Uh, <laughs> ah, I ain't gonna Joe, lie. Getting, so Joe, Joe, to us, to us, that's an indictment. But <laughs> to the rest of the world who thinks Doc is top fifteen all time, <laughs> you know they're saying, "No, this is what it's supposed to be." So Joe Mazzulla is earning his stripes. He earning his stripes. What the hell? He ain't been playing Daniel House all this time. The dude always been a good shooter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he came in and yeah, helped yo, us on defense. Yo. And Doc don't get credit for that. Sam Cassell probably told him, yo, man, put Daniel in. Name. Dan, Daniel, <laughs> House, Daniel House is nice, but Daniel House got some of the same habits as James Harden, and his game ain't James Harden. So yeah. somebody <laughs> got his way in the dog in the doghouse. Yeah. yeah. I think it was a good yeah. move. I don't know if they – he's going to play tonight. I don't know if he's going to play as much as he did then. I mean, plus Tobias was in foul trouble. Um, mm. I think that's one of those moves you probably can only make once in the series, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, he came uh-huh. in. He shocked them. He surprised them. They might have actually, you know, spent 30 seconds on him in the film session. So we're not going to be able to get that off no more. Nah, he, he, might, he, he had might be shake. Might throw Shake Shack up in there. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I also want to, uh, I want to help the world understand the game of basketball a little bit better. Now, Tobias, I can't speak for you. I'm not sure if you're a hooper or not. You're on the line with two certifieds, and I'm gonna go ahead. And 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 Jimmy has been vouched for and certified. I ain't never hooped with him. But can we explain to people why it's not surprising that James Harden can still get 40 in a game? based on the way his game is designed. But why are people acting like that's surprising? Yeah. And, no, I mean, and, you know, your jump shot is the last thing to go. Like, come on. Like, if you can shoot, I mean, I, muscle memory. I, I can't dribble to save my life, but really I go out there and spray something up right now. 
Yeah. I, I went out there. I went out to the I went out to the park the other day and was and was spraying them up. I was killing them. I couldn't I was dribbling the ball out of bounds and embarrassing myself, but when it came to shooting how much defense how much defense did you play? Zero. Absolutely. Jimmy, I stopped playing I stopped playing I stopped playing defense in like twenty ten. Hey. Okay, got you. He also played LeBron deep, and he just point at you. Yeah, you sound hey, like, yeah. like Julius Randle. Yeah, yeah. Julius. Yeah, Julius out there having a cold bamboo watching Knicks fight for their lives. He stopped playing D. Ray before 2010. Julius Randle worried too much about his snow bunny. He ain't got time for y'all. He want to try a vacation hey. with his snow bunny. Yeah, the hey, whole Knicks team. But you know what, though? But, like, the Phoenix media and fans are killing Aiden, right? Because they're like, at least Jock Landale has a talent, has no, not that talented, right? Yeah. But like, at least he's giving all he got. You know? Dude, that's, truth, and that's all folks to live with. Truth be told, though, does he have a choice? <laughs> that's the problem. Hey, he got enough common sense to say, hey, you're like P.J. Tucker. Yeah. Right? I'm pretty that sure you saying his name, like, that name is, you just said it. For the people that's listening, that name is probably new to, like, 76% of the people listening right now. Like, does he have a choice but to play hard? Your man already got paid. Fuck, he got to play hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know that he already under got before the draft? He okay. said, what's your like, cool. biggest priority to hit the league? He said, get my second contract. And I was like, hey, y'all drafted that number one? <laughs> and, and, he he <laughs> and, he, and he got it. And he got it. So I ask you again, what incentive does he have to play hard? He got that second contract. He good for that. That's why he got it. second contract with the right people sets you for life. Hey, and he this is it. why the NBA making it so hard to trade with 75% Yo, max salary makes it hard to get off of people like that. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is why I'm in, in debate mode with myself whether I hate Ben Simmons or not. Look yep. at the money he got. Yeah. He got his second contract. They pay him. <laughs> and and right, they know what they're doing, right. man. Some of these dudes don't want to play ball. They just want to get to the second contract. Yeah, and plus, think about life. this, right? The NFL right now. If Jalen Hurts didn't pan out this year, right, the Eagles could trade that guy for a fifth-round pick. It'd be good. The NBA, oh, yeah, we got to match these salaries up because we don't want the Lakers to get to the players, even though they've been a mess for 15 years, <laughs> you know, but the Knicks been a mess. But so, but the thing is, it makes it so that I think they should make it like you have to match because if you sign a bad deal, be able to get out from under. Okay, I'll – Trade this guy for draft picks. I gotta get off the deal, but they make you gotta take something else back. I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> you know? Because hey, y'all remember those you do realize the Lakers. You do, you do realize the Lakers won a championship a couple of years ago. You said they've been like terrible yeah. for 15 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, even the sun shines on a dog's ass every now and then. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, it don't. Hey, Cause, yeah. Because my squad ain't not, not 17, not 17 times though. Hey, my, by, by the way, my chip, my squad ain't won a chip since I was five. When the sun gonna shine? Hey, on yo, that? not seventeen times. Yo, shout out to the shout out to the fan from Golden State who went to the to uh, all the Lakers fans <laughs> putting up four fingers. That yeah, was that hilarious, was by the way. That was seven. But like the, the thing is also right. It's like the Nuggets, right? The thing I they're a terrible road team. But the thing I like about them, I, I, I like this. This is where luck comes in at. If everybody saw this with Jokic, he would have been number one overall. So people need to quit lying about this one, right? <laughs> he almost didn't get drafted. 
and and like yo, like, when he got drafted, I, I was watching something the other day. They were showing like, um, remember when Joel got drafted? They showed him. Yep. And he like he was upset. They showed when Jokic got drafted. They was on commercial and they just put his name at the bottom of the screen. This <laughs> boy won the MVP Crazy. twice. <laughs> yes, and, and like so, what happens is that's luck. A lot of times, this stuff is all pure luck, right? LeBron got drafted. The Cavs had to. We already know that's probably fixed. But then no they got luck. number one pick one year, and there was nobody to pick number one. <laughs> there was nobody. So mm. a lot of times it is. It's a lot of luck involved. But you, but you know why that one came through though? Why that? Because they were trying to give them another, you know, favor because LeBron had left. So let me give LeBron you that. Let's, let's give you the number one pick, even though you know nobody to pick with the number one. Y'all can't say we ain't do nothing for you. There was nobody. And so sometimes it's luck. And I think Denver, the thing they've done is the parts fit. Murray and Jokic fit perfectly. Now, Michael Porter Jr. is a overpaid uh, role player, but, hey, you got to do what you got to do. And, like, Aaron Gordon fits his role. And Yo, I they, think gave that, Maga, they gave Maga Ball $153 million for a bad back and, and, and racial identity crisis. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all he they does gave, they the gave Aiden four years, one hundred and thirty-two million. I just posted yeah. a photo in the chat for y'all. He got that's that second contract look. Like ah, Yo, Aiden, <laughs> Aiden, I'm not, I'm not sure Aiden knows how to play basketball. He worse than the ball, uh, worse than the ball that used to play for the Hawks. They used to get all them rebounds, but still look athletically trash. Oh, uh, 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 Sheldon Williams. No, 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 not him. <laughs> Damn, you went real garbage. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, he was so garbage, Candace went to women. Uh, yeah, he was so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Sheldon Williams be, is not better be than worse any of us on the phone. He was tall. Yeah. He might be worse yeah. than Big Perk. That's, that's, that's Big real Perk. hard to be in here. But, like, but thing is, though, I just think, like, even, like, right now, right, I think, <laughs> like, Boston's losing his shit. It's like... I think uh, it's like these playoffs been so crazy, and like the Warriors, right? They have to make decisions. Also, they might have they might have to trade Clay. You got the chips out of them. Yeah, Draymond, going, <laughs> yeah, Draymond, it's time for him to go. And like Jordan Poole, if they could trade him for a two piece mile from Popeyes, you better take it. It's almost seven thirty. Six is about to play. It's time for you to go too, man. Hey, dude. you guys have a good one, man. And good luck to y'all, man. I kind of hope y'all win, though. All right, man. We're at the next. All right, man. Peace, 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 peace and pain, Africanism. <laughs> Tobias is gonna do a whole show. Game, like, game about to start, my dude. <laughs> We're supposed to be gone. I'm supposed to be front right. of the TV with my mic and Ikes right now. All right, man. So why you have why why you on the Grizz Naive is brought to you by Digital Extreme Tech. Listen, need a website? Hit them up two six seven two zero five four two zero three Digital Extreme Tech dot com. Tell them year and get taken care of. Um, Hit them up. Very fast, Bronnie. First off, yo, Bronnie. Let's, let's start with this one, man. Let's start with this one. Let's start with this one, man. Philly's offered Aaron Nola a hundred million. <clears throat> he said F O H. Yo, but Aaron Nolan is quoted. <laughs> he quoted. In an interview recently where he said, I don't play for the money. If I played for the money, I probably wouldn't still be playing right now. I hear so many people say, I hate my job. Not in baseball. Yo, but then he was like, nah, I don't want $100 million. I need more than that. Yeah, he got, he got kids to feed. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Freewell. He got, got kids to feed. on his family. 
He hoping right now right, though man. after a slow start, three and zero with like a three point two four ERA. So let's go, give him his money. All right, and man, the, and the Phillies don't really man. have much in the starting rotation, so you got to give him his money. All right, Bronny James um, has decided that he'll be taking his talent <clears> to USC <throat> to play for the Trojans. Pause. So uh, what do you guys <laughs> think about Bronny James going to USC? Yo. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you expected it. You, you kind of – I thought of the whole time where they were talking Ohio State, I'm like, that's a lot of pressure. Like, even though he was born there, that's really your dad's home. Like, his home – I mean, Papa was a Rolling Stone, so his home could be Miami, L.A., but his home is basically – L.A. All his formative years have been, you know, spent out in So it's like, why, why am I going all the way out to the weak-ass Midwest when I'm living this L.A. lifestyle? I already got NIL deals in high school. I'm about to get more. Shout out to all this from the Midwest, yo. Shout out to all this from the Midwest. I don't called y'all the weak-ass Midwest. <laughs> it was like, come on, man. Called y'all Wham, I'm yo. there with, with bone so he, thugs. So he ain't living in Wham. Yeah, it's, it's it's too cold for all that, you know what I mean? So I'm not surprised at all that he stayed basically at the crib. His dad is a Laker, and and LeBron can call his own shots. So LeBron could be a Laker for as long as he wants to be a Laker. So it's right, not so like I they got to get up and cons- move, you know what I mean? I got a conspiracy for y'all that, that I saw on TikTok. Dude said that uh, one of the coaches at USC is um, like uh, somebody's father that's on Cleveland or whatever. Anyway, make a long story short, um, if Bronny does one year, that means that not this upcoming draft, but the following one, um, Cleveland should be in the, in the mix for like a late first round pick. They also have a young team, you know, that's a playoff team. And Bronny is, is, is Bron himself is doing short term deals that it's possible that Bronny can go to Cleveland and Bron can join him. And finish his career there with his son. That's a good conspiracy theory because, you know, LeBron can go there for one year. They already got a mansion out there. You know, it's not like they got to go find a place to live or or whatever. And, you know, he can still have life based around L.A., you know, after that one year. So that's not a bad thought. So, So if that, you know, there's some sentimental value in that whole situation. But going to Ohio State because your dad didn't, I ain't doing that. Like, got that, Pop. Yo, or I'm always gonna force the Lakers, or force the Lakers to draft this boy. He gonna have the Lakers in Cleveland fighting over uh, his talent, basically. About who, who, who gonna show me they want me to come there about drafting my boy? Right, right. Plus, LeBron and the whole family can go to his game, go to every home game with him being at SC. You know what I mean? Yeah. So LeBron gonna be. Another in thing the house. I was laughing at. Him. He gonna show him. He gonna show LeBron boy he was really dumb. Like, LeBron not going to want to gas up the private jet to keep flying back and forth to the Midwest. Shout out to the Midwest. Fuck the Midwest. Yo, yo shout out, yeah, shout out to Wayne. Also, <laughs> because, you know, Brian is frugal. Um, but, yo, Pete, this Right, day, right. I was, I was thinking about that gas. I was thinking no about Scotty Pippen. Yo, yo, one of the things I was thinking about is somebody that's like, you know, McDonald's um, All-American that's going to the joint, they probably got agents, like, all over their phone bothering them, trying to set up NIL deals. I was like, yo, they can't even waste their time with this young dude. Right. Like, his, his basically his uncle is like the biggest agent in the world. Like, mm-hmm. y'all can't even like y'all can't even uh, attempt to bother dude. Right. Because I mean, it's funny as hell. He said, "I ain't clutch." Anything he y'all come to me is going to be enough. 
my uncle come negotiate with y'all next year, and y'all gonna have to give me way more than what y'all trying to give me now anyway. So. Yeah, like yo, what if he say I ain't clutch? Like, you know what I mean? Like that'd be crazy. But no, but we know what it is. Mm-hmm. Clutch by default. Yo, I love. Hey, yo, shout out to the boy. Yo, I love nepotism, bro. Do it. Oh, I believe why in not, nepotism. I'm all about why, the nepotism. Why not us? <laughs> why not us? Yeah, FOH. <laughs> FOH, man. You know what I mean? Well, shout out, shout I, out to all the know. underachievers who you know got a chance to to do things because of they 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 pappies. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, hopefully, I think Yo, the LeBron thing is and, LeBron and LeBron and Savannah showing us how it's supposed to be done. Dwayne and Gabby. Selling out to Shaitan and the devil. Hey, yo, those <laughs> yo. are supposed to be off at another source of war room sports. Yo! You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to put that out there. Like, you know, um, shout out to Bonnie. Shout out to LeBron. Gabby made Peggin um, popular. If you get it, you know, right, you so know. That being said, man, that's what happened while you were on the grind, man. Jack, tell us what happened with the day before history so we yo. can get out of here, man. You also do a lot of damage in five minutes, yo. Pause that, too, though. <clears throat> hey, yo. <laughs> this, this date in sports history, I told Jimmy today, man. They be sending them clips from uh, Cam and uh, from Killer and, and, and Mace. And, and Mace, like, scared to talk during the joint because he's scared that Cam going to pause him and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, come on, man. I've been in that position for 13 years. I can't say nothing around these dudes. Hey, um, yo. He's been in that position. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> See? <laughs> See what I'm talking about? I can't say yet. I ain't going to double down like, yo, like, uh, I'm never growing like, up. like Dwight Howard. I'm though. Dwight Howard would have doubled down on it just now. All right. <clears throat> Pause that, too. You got darn right. He's Dwight Howard. <laughs> he like getting pegged. <laughs> he, he tripled down on it. Schmooty. <laughs> All right. This day is brought to you by Sports the Book. Yo, y'all know what it is. If y'all tired of reading that bull crap that y'all call sports novels and sports books, make sure you get sports. It's an acronym. Smart people only read the sports. Written by the War Room Zone, Jimmy the Blueprint. Make sure you cop that. Warroomsports.com, sportsthebook.com, amazon.com. Whichever dot com you get your copy, just make sure you get your copy. Don't miss the movement. May 11th, 1980. A 39-year-old Pete Rose steals second, third, and home in one inning for the Philadelphia Phillies. Put that man in the Hall of Fame, man. It's too many yeah, amazing It's too many amazing Yo, things that happened in that? the game of baseball that he's in. And because this man was betting on the game, man. Like, come on. Like, come on, man. I know. Yo, I know it's a no-no. the energy Stop to playing. steal second, third, and home at 39? Yo, in, in the same inning. Like I'm, I'm. Come on, man. This ball. <laughs> At 39, why they can't throw his old ass out? <laughs> yo, that's strong, yo. That's strong. Either way, man. Yo, we like Daryl Green. You sound like him and Daryl Green be on that noni juice. Right. We like to give a a, a a a big war room salute to Pete Rose in this historical moment before we get up out of chair and watch this 76ers game. B. Austin. They ended the night. What are we gonna do? Uh, they soft. They're not from the generation of next stuffies. <laughs> they got PJ yeah, now, though. Ain't that, what, ain't that what PJ about? PJ's supposed to stop no, all this. No, PJ's about getting with PJ's, PJ's cardio. Make, yo, yeah. PJ Tucker makes $30 million to, uh, to basically babysit. No, stop. Don't <laughs> say that. Jimmy, don't bring the money. It's going to make me angry and say things that I shouldn't. 
Right. Yo, he's he dirty million to give people space listen, to say, you, don't you know who yo, you are? You can't, he get, you, yo, yo. you can't, listen, you can't deny his impact, right? Because he definitely has an impact. But when you think about what he does, he basically is like a coach in the floor. He really gets he's paid. A motiv- he's a motivational like, speaker. My man's a $30 yo, million like, dollar yo, motivational he's speaker. Paid, he's the highest paid motivational speaker in, in the world, right? He like he walks around like Eric Thomas, yo. Get up. You, you want it as much as you want to breathe? It's like, he's like he this, just walk around. Like he gets paid $30 million to angrily call off other dudes. Don't you know who you are? <laughs> they can't guard you. <laughs> like, yo, yo, angry cool. Yo, why is he got to tell him that? What you mad for? Why are you mad? <laughs> yo, one man, yo, be awesome. He's the highest paid motivational speaker in the world, man. So shout out to PJ, man. Um, you got Tony Robbins. You mad. <laughs> <laughs> yo, listen, thank you, everybody, for joining us in the world. You know what I mean? For another episode, man. We about to get out of here and go watch this game. But we will be back here next week. All of our podcasts and all of our other shows can be found at the hub of warroomsports.com. Everything we do, warroomsports.com. Social media, warroomsports.com. My book, Sports to Book, also at warroomsports.com. So until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you chumps on Tills Night 8. If you're looking for your mom, warroomsports.com. <clears throat> www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.